so is she. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back only to Democracy in Talk Radio. Ellen Ratner is White House correspondent and bureau chief for Talk Media News. They cover the White House. They provide exclusive reports to over 400 national and regional talk radio stations programs, and they do it from the halls of Congress and government agencies. We are one of them and glad to be. She's also a credentialed reporter at the Talk Media News Bureau at the U.N. in New York, and she can be seen regularly on Fox News, the strategy room. She is a Fox News contributor, and she's also a friend. But I want to talk about something that she is involved in and that she is doing, because today is a really big day. We had Black Friday. Uh, we had Small Business Saturday. We had Cyber Monday. But today, I think, really shows who we are, and that is it's Giving Tuesday. So let's talk about how you can contribute in some places that you can contribute. Um, hey, Ellen, how you doing? Good afternoon. Well, I'm doing okay. Thanks for the introduction. Today is the fifth anniversary of Giving Tuesday. It was a movement started to encourage philanthropy on the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, in the same way that Black Friday and Cyber Monday came about to promote shopping. Last year, nonprofits raised $116.7 million on Giving Tuesday. That's more than eight times the amount back in 2012. And that's according to uh, 92nd Street uh, Y that launched the idea with the UN Foundation. In its first year, 2,500 organizations participated. Last year, that grew to more than 40,000 organizers. This year, they've lost count. There's so many groups involved. But you have something that people can give to, an organization you're heavily involved in, and not just involved in, but you are the creator and founder of. Am I correct in that? And we'll That's talk about correct. It. Uh, it takes place in South Sudan, the world's newest country, country uh, number 193 at the United Nations. And it used to be called the hungriest place on earth, of course, now part of Aleppo and part of Syria is. Uh, but in terms of countries, South Sudan still ranks number one. Also has the highest uh, maternal mortality rate in the world, lowest C-section rate in the world. Wow. I, I want people, I hope you're okay with me saying this, because I always joke around. Um, I've told people about your organization. I was talking to somebody about it earlier today, and uh, I've given to your organization, because I, I think it's a great thing. But one of the things I think is funny is the name, uh, but two, um, you're like this tiny little Jewish chick, and Sudan is a largely <laughs> Muslim uh, population. So tell folks um, how this came about why, and why there, why Sudan. Well, what basically happened is in 2008, March of 2008, we took uh, six talk show hosts over to South Sudan, two from the right, two from the middle, two from the left. I was one of the lefties, and I got bitten by the South Sudan bug, as I say, and so I saw a lot of people who had been victims of the war between what was then North and South. It wasn't two separate countries then. Uh, it was a civil war at that point, and I was just really struck by it. I was struck by the hunger. I was struck by how beautiful the people were. And uh, so I uh, became very involved in South Sudan, and now we have many projects. The biggest project we have is the GOAT project. We're about ready to give our 10,000th goat away. We only give lady goats. We're the only animal group that gives people a photograph of their animals, of their goat, which is a lady goat, and the recipient so people know where their money is going. Other animal groups say, well, you know, we give goats or chickens or whatever, but you never get a photograph of the recipient and, uh, and the animal, and our group does do that. Uh, so 
uh, we're, we're very religious about that kind of thing. I don't mean religious in a religious way, but I mean we, we, we really try and give people a picture of their animal and the recipient so they see where their money's going. Uh, another thing so that people understand why a goat and what that goat actually does and for how many and for how long in a place like Sudan. Okay, so it's South Sudan, not Sudan. Basically, a goat, a lady goat, and we only give lady goats out, uh, gives a liter and a half of milk a day and also produces two kids, two, two baby goats every year. So... What will, uh, we just gave 400 goats out to a school in a wheel. And what happened with this school is that I saw a lot of kids with that sort of red hair, tail, telltale malnutrition. And what we saw when we went back, which was just a week and a half ago, because I've only been back a week from South Sudan, is we saw that these, uh, these children, uh, didn't have red hair anymore, that they had been drinking the goat's milk and they were no longer malnourished. They were getting nutrition and this was an amazing thing for us to see. Wow. Uh, tell, tell us why did the hair, you know, become uh, uh, red and basically what, you know, what we're, we're hearing is that when children have a proper nutrition, I mean, that, that's clearly evident, even invisibly evident there, as you mentioned. That's right. Well, I don't uh, understand the full mechanism of how it works, uh, but I do know that uh, they, they, the red hair is a, 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 a symbol of it. It's something that they're not uh, getting uh, from this. Uh, they get a lot of fatigue. We do know that. Uh, but the, in, in children, it's a growth failure, uh, but also... Uh, we know that this uh, protein energy malnutrition is what it's called, uh, is often with some muscle wasting, but also uh, their hair changes this color to this red uh, color generally. And uh, it, it, there's a, a name that I can't pronounce, but it is due to malnutrition. And again, when I was just at the school a week and a half ago, these kids didn't have it. So the goats uh, did their thing. Most definitely. What about somebody who might say, okay, I get it. That's awesome. They provide milk. Um, they also can provide other baby cows. Um, but uh, what about what about further food? I mean, you know, kids need to have more than milk. Adults need to have more than milk. And what if somebody doesn't have the male goat to mate with the female that are being given? Well, the thing about South Sudan that's very nice is there's a lot of male goats running around. Um, and uh, what, for instance, we were about to put on our website uh, a, a, a the governor of the of a wheel state just gave out a hundred goats. He gave them to only women, and the women then then band together and they sort of do a dairy. Uh, so they have a male goat which will impregnate them, uh, and then they are able to make cheese, etc. I I don't know about other. Uh, crops, etc. But we do know that because a lady goat uh, has two kids a year, they can sell one at market and therefore buy other kinds of food to nourish their family. Uh, so they definitely do that. Uh, and uh, part of what's part of that culture is cows, but a lot of people can't afford even one cow, let alone 
many cows. So that's another big problem is just getting people any kind of nutrition. Uh, so we do know that the goat's milk does really help with that malnourished problem. It doesn't help with everything, but it certainly makes a dent. Oh, no, absolutely. The reason I ask is when I was talking about your organization earlier, like I said, I was, I really was, uh, with somebody off air, they said, so, you know, they get a goat, they kill the goat, they eat the goat, but how long does that last? So these goats are not being um, mm. purchased for meat uh, or for slaughter, if you will. No, absolutely not, which is why we only give out lady goats, uh, because men goats would be slaughtered, and they would be eaten, and then that's the end of that. Our whole thing, uh, and actually our website is goats, plural, for the old goat. So it's goats for the old goat. I started for my 60th birthday. But then we moved into GEMS, which is Goats Education, Medicine, Sustainability. So, for instance, when I was just there, uh, we gave out three wheelchairs. Now you might say, well, three doesn't sound like a lot. But uh, because the border with Sudan, North Sudan, has been closed, it's been very difficult to get bicycles in because South Sudan is landlocked. And in terms of sustainability, our polio people, we bought them soldering equipment, etc. they make their own wheelchairs. Uh, and they, they're, they're suited to go on uh, on land that, that is not really uh, plowed or I mean, uh, surfaced like a road. Uh, so they have to go on dirt, etc. And our polio people make their own wheelchairs. So everything we try and do is sustainable. Uh, we're doing medical education. I know your husband's a physician. So we do medical education or where we are actually training physicians over there. We do, you know, it's like a year and a half ago, I mean, sorry, uh, not a year and a half ago, 150 years ago, uh, the United States, you go to school and your teacher maybe had graduated from eighth grade. Well, that's exactly how it is in South Sudan. So what one of the things we're doing is we're sending teachers to secondary school. We've had Columbia University uh, students, uh, graduate students, Ph.D. students come over with their professor and teach teacher training. So we're doing whatever we can to help them sustain themselves. Uh, and we actually do what we're asked to do, and that's why we started the GOATS. We were actually asked to do that. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to hear more about this incredible program. We're going to hear more about uh, what it does, why goats, how it works. You've heard about that and a little bit more. And we'll also tell you how you can contribute to Goats for the Old Goat. It's Giving Tuesday. And by the way, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are matching donations uh, made on crowdfunding platforms, global global giving at 50% up to a million dollars. We'll be back with Ellen. In the meantime, go to the website, Goats for the Old Goat. Dot com. That's goatstheoldgoat.com. And give something during this break. When we come back, we'll talk more with Ellen and more. You can hear about what these goats do, why the goats, how it works, and how we can help people in South Sudan. We'll be back after this. I'm Leslie Marshall. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. She's Ellen Ratner. She's White House correspondent and bureau chief of Talk Media News. She's also credentialed reporter at the Talk Media News Bureau at the UN in New York, and she is a Fox News contributor. You can see her at Fox News Channel and uh, Fox Business Channel. It is Giving Tuesday, and we're talking about an organization that um, she is involved with. And like I said, she's the creator of Goats for the Old Goat. Uh, Gems, Goat 
votes, education, medicine, sustainability. Uh, this development foundation was established by Ellen herself, our guest, and who you've heard before, to expand the mission of the Goats for the Old Goat program. That initially was established to raise money and awareness to fight hunger in South Sudan. Um, you um, also uh, talk about, uh, Ellen, um, you know, in various uh, media pieces that go out that goats are given to returning former slaves and people in South Sudan uh, who are hungry, and that there is an ongoing civil conflict. Can you speak a bit to that? Because some people aren't as familiar with South Sudan. And I say there's parts of Chicago I'm not going to go to on a weekend. Uh, so I think it depends on where you go. But there has been a civil conflict there uh, for a number of years, actually pretty much since it became a state, well, a couple of years after that, between the vice president, who was a newar, and the president, who uh, is Dinka, and uh, there's a lot of tribal conflicts on the continent of Africa. You know, we don't think about that here, but it actually exists, and that has been a big problem, to say the least. And, and it just amazes me when we hear slavery. I think people, you know, forget that that, in fact, is uh, still a problem throughout much um, of the world. Uh, for three years... Donations have been made to acquire goats for liberated slaves who are returning to South Sudan. There were more than 7,000 goats that have been donated to the people of South Sudan, and as you mentioned, to provide sustainable uh, sustenance for their families and also a means to begin uh, their lives again. Um, you've talked about programs that have been developed for the women of South Sudan. Um, there are people there as a result of all of this violence and conflict and, and, and suffering that are suffering themselves from PTSD, correct? And can you speak to that? Well, that's right. So uh, we, one of the things that we sell on our website are these beautiful Swarovski crystal hearts. I bring over the crystals, the women make the hearts, and then I bring them back. But the hearts are made as part of a program that we started about five years ago for women who have either seen or sometimes they're hiding in the bush heard somebody killed in front of them with post-traumatic stress. And we've taught them a form of yogic breathing, which really helps them. And they breathe together. They talk. We actually got them all cell phones so that they're safe with each other. And uh, so uh, they, they make these beautiful, beautiful hearts, and it sustains them. All the money goes directly to the women. We don't get any of that money. It goes right to them. So it's, it's part of our, our breathing program and our post-trauma stress project because a lot of these women, we had women, they were telling us that they were running out of their huts at night. They, they were having so many bad dreams and, and you know, recurrences of what had happened to them. Some of them had been in slavery. Some had seen people killed in front of them. And so that was what was so amazing to us is that they were able to really reduce those symptoms. Now, what's so interesting is we did something called the PCL-17, which is a symptom checklist for post-traumatic stress. Well, most of our women initially, although we've taught them something since they came to us and asked us to learn to read, but most of the women uh, were uh, people who they didn't even, we gave them one to five scale, they didn't understand one to five. And finally, uh, a psychologist I know said, well, why don't you make endemic fish and show them that? So we did one fish, two fish, three fish, more fish, et cetera. And they got the idea of a scale of one to five, and they were able to tell us how they were feeling. And that's how we know that this program works. 
I have one. I have a beautiful green one. My daughter likes to wear it. You know what? Today's not only um, gift-giving for charitable organizations like your organization, Ellen, uh, for these women, for these children, for these people, for these families, for these returning slaves, Um, but it's, you know, holiday time around the corner, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all of that, and these would be uh, great gifts for people. One of the things that I like is that, you know, you buy something that's really neat, it's unique, but even more so, you're helping another individual. Like you said, financially they get all of the money, and it's therapeutic to have the breathing and the beating. Um, that's also therapeutic. And, you know, helping people uh, that truly uh, need it. it. You know, another thing is education. Um, you guys provide uh, education for children through the Sydney Sign and Mustard Seed Project. Uh, you recently have contributed three organizations to the Camboni Primary School to assist in their educational efforts. You also have a basketball program. You guys work with the NBA for equipment and clothing. You talked about wheelchairs for polio victims. Talk to us about education. Talk to us about the wheelchairs. These are all things that come from this great program. Right. So the education is, again, what we try and do is uh, is provide teacher training. We try and provide secondary school for kids. One of the things that there's something uh, that Khan Academy puts out called the Rachel. Well, it's actually Rachel puts it out. It's an acronym for I forget what, but it's called the Rachel Program, and it's actually on a thumb drive. So I bring over the thumb drives. I've brought over computers. I've actually brought over a, a, a uh, one of those small little projectors that you can now get that you just plug this in, and now the kids can all watch Khan Academy kinds of things because the language in South Sudan is now English. So even if you have a teacher who doesn't really know how to teach very well, we have all these Khan Academy videos, so they're being educated. And also, because we don't have libraries and things like that, on each one of these thumb drives, there is a 100 non-fiction books and a 100 fiction books. All of that is happening, and that's one of the things we're doing in South Sudan as well. Um, the wheelchairs, can you speak to us about that? Because I think those Yeah, are so the wheelchairs are... We have 150 patients in uh, in a wheel state alone who need wheelchairs. And because the wheelchairs can't go on pavement, they have to go on dirt. They make right. their own wheelchairs out of bicycle parts. We got them uh, an ability to solder, et cetera, and they make their own wheelchairs as a group, and then they give them to people. Uh, and all you do is pay for the parts. You can do a partial wheelchair. You can do a full wheelchair. Uh, somebody just bought a wheelchair today, so that's pretty exciting. And you get and a they picture also of your person in the wheelchair. Uh, the polio victims also make mahogany crosses sold to individuals uh, that people can get online. It's a gift. It gives these people a sense of dignity uh, that they are working from their wheelchairs as polio victims, correct? That's right. A- absolutely. So, what again, they try and do something that we can then sell. All that money goes right back to them so that they can keep their, they have a society together and they have meetings and, and that kind of thing. Um, okay. Uh, lastly, I want people to know, is the best place to give goatsfortheoldgoat.com and is the only thing that you guys take uh, m- money so in order to um, have people, they can buy the hearts, they can buy the crosses, they can buy wheelchairs or contribute toward a wheelchair, or they can buy a goat for, uh, for families and, and for these people. Right. You can go to donate or shop, either one, and you can do that. It's goats, plural, for the old goat, singular, goatsfortheoldgoat.com. Easy to remember. 
goatsfortheoldgoat.com. Ellen, thank you. Follow her on Twitter at Ellen Ratner. Follow Talk Media News at Talk Media News. Talkmedianews.com. But more so, because it is Giving Tuesday, please give, folks. I've bought a goat in the past. I've got a very pretty green necklace uh, in the shape of a heart. You can get these hearts, these crosses, help with these wheelchairs, help with the PSD. Goatsfortheoldgoat.com.